0: Welcome to Civil Discourse. This podcast will use government documents to illuminate the workings of the American government and offer context around the effects of government agencies in your everyday life. And now, your hosts, Nia Rogers, Public Affairs Librarian, and Dr. John Augenbaugh, Political Science Professor. Hey, Augie. Good morning, Nia. How are you? I'm
1: feeling a little old and crabby. <laughs> yeah. How are you? <laughs>
0: Well, um I, I'm not entirely sure I can go ahead and top that introduction. Um, <laughs> um uh, but but nevertheless, uh listeners um, I didn't
1: know I was old and crabby until the census data
0: yes. mentioned
1: it. Actually,
0: the census well, data
1: does not mention being crabby. No, they
0: crabby mentioned the just old point.
1: comes with being old.
0: Yeah. So uh, our long uh, standing listeners know this about the. US census uh, because we've discussed this in previous episodes. So you know, you got the big census, okay, where you know the, the every results, 10 years. okay, every 10 years, et cetera. But the cool thing about the United States Census Bureau is they do updates every couple years, right. And we got an update this summer. Um And me um, nee and I were just utterly fascinated um, uh, by uh, one of the conclusions, and that is the United States population is older than it has ever been. In fact, that was actually the name of an article in The Washington Post that me nee and I... By
1: Dana Goldstein. We want yes. to give credit. By Dana Goldstein.
0: The, yeah, that me nee and I independently we both read and we we're like we, so we need have to, to talk, talk about that we have th- we have to talk about this
1: okay so, so what's the median age let's so, start with that Auggie. yeah yeah
0: so the median age um uh uh is 38 okay now
1: 38.9
0: yeah so it's closer to 39 okay. Yes. right which yeah, is yeah.
1: census world is important. Is important. (laughs) Decimals are important in the census. And and as we'll
0: talk about in terms of public policy, it's also extremely important in public policy, but we'll get there in just a moment.
1: Well, and we should note for the record for the, for listeners that that is 2022 data. Yes. Um, Data is always, with the census is always six months behind because they have to compile it and then they have to publish it. And right. So, so that is 22. So that's the most recent population data that we have for the United States
0: now the big deal about all this was that in a mere 42 years the median age okay has increased in the United States by over 8 years so in in 1980 the median age was 30 okay um in 2000 the median age was 35 right so in a mere 20 years, 22 years, the median age in the United States has gone up almost four years. Right? Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. That
1: when people say our population is aging, that's what they mean. Yes. They, and the reason that we're aging, we're, we were going to age to start with, is that there's no younger people at the other end of the scale to balance out median. So how do we get to medians? Uh, do, you, do a little math.
0: Okay, for so for folks
1: who don't understand how we get to a median age.
0: Yes. So let's just say for instance you have nine people, right? And they all are roughly different ages, right? And if you you know ordered them, either youngest to oldest, oldest to youngest, right? The median would be the fifth person, right? Would be the fifth person, right? It'd be the you know, fifth oldest, fifth youngest. OK, that would be the median. So Nia, as
1: opposed to the mean,
0: yeah, the mean, is which is, is just adding as, yeah, all adding, their
1: ages together, together and then dividing by nine.
0: nine. Yes, right. OK, which
1: might skew the results a little. What you're trying yeah. to find is who's in the middle,
0: who's in the middle. So if you took the just that middle person in the United States and by the way, that would be rather difficult because Nia, how many people are there in the United States?
1: Three hundred and thirty-six million, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah, right. And change, but nevertheless, <laughs> right. So you're talking about that one hundred and eighty, you know, three millionth person is the median, <laughs> right? The median. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Right.
1: But you get that. But if everybody in that nine group, let's say that that nine group of of people. Instead of starting at age two and going to age seventy, they start at age fifty and go to age seventy. Yes. And the median gets pushed up Up. in age. That's right. Just finding the middle
0: and that's a different place. And that's why, for instance, the median age is generally viewed by demographers and statisticians to be a more, if you will, precise Okay, more, if you will, accurate okay, a depiction of how old a nation's population actually is, right? Yeah, and we're not having babies. Okay, there are so many. The median age... And we thing. have
1: extraordinary medical... Yes. I mean, now people are living longer. Like, people are there living were... longer, and younger people aren't having kids. And so the skew of that pushes
0: the median age even oh. higher right? right and you know Nia, you just mentioned this two... is
1: going to get worse right it's not going yeah.
0: Be... Yeah. to well, well i mean it, it, well it, it, unless some trends change but you mentioned two trend lines that help explain why the median age is increased so dramatically so quickly in the united states one okay because of advances in medical knowledge okay people are not dying as young as they used to now, many of us, okay, would say, hey, that's a good thing.
1: Especially those of us who are
0: we're getting closer closer to that end of the scale than <laughs> scale. the younger Ender end of pressure. the scale. Okay. But, Nia, you mentioned a second trend, okay? Younger people in the United States are having fewer babies, or they are waiting until they are older to have children. So we're getting significant gaps, okay, between when, you know, younger people have kids or when they are biologically ready to have kids until they actually do, okay? And that's significant because, again, we know this from medical science, okay? The older you are when you try to first start to have kids, okay, the more difficult it is, and the you're smaller are the families. The smaller the families. Another I mean, trend. The, another The harder yeah. it
1: is for a woman to have a child, the less likely she is to have more of them. That's she right. Will, when she gets that first one, she might have another one, but she's probably going to stop at that point. Yeah. Either because of age or because of other factors.
0: Okay. Another trend line. Okay. Various, um, if you will, policies, presidential administrations have made it difficult, okay, for... Um, immigrants to come into the United States. Typically, the median age of immigrants is younger, okay?
1: And they have uh, larger families. They have larger Generally. families.
0: Yes, okay, because they are now in a country where they feel more confident, more stable, okay, more rooted. Food and- is assured. Yes. Schooling okay. is assured, assured. Right? Like Housing. there are certain things that are assured. Yes. I mean, which this...
1: encourage you to have children. children. They, you know, yes. One of the things that 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 encourages childbirth is subsidies, right? Is is subsidizing children. The government can have enormous effects. For instance, the one child policy in China had yes. a horrific effect long term over their population.
0: Yeah, in their in their median age is not as old as the United States, but it has increased faster than even the increase in the United States. Because of the one child policy. That's right, okay? So there are a lot of contributing factors. So that's what contributes to the median age rising. And by the way, there are other factors. We could probably spend another 10, 15 minutes talking about that. But the ramifications of the median age increasing so quickly in the United States in a short period of time. Okay, we just wanted to go ahead and explore two effects. Nia, the effect that you wanted to explore was politics, right? Nia, historically, older subpopulations in the electorate, okay, tend to vote how? Conservatively. Okay, I was going to say conservative or liberal right
1: conservatively and there's some interesting psychological stuff behind that part of it is that they become more entrenched in the system yes right and so it encourages them to encourage the system because they are more entrenched in it than they are when they're younger but also people's politics over their over age okay how do i put this people tend to mellow in general yeah. So it, their politics it, mellow, but also their social interactions mellow, right? Not many, not many bar crawling, eighty year olds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, just your life general tends to be a little more. Um, well, stayed sta- or or
0: political scientist Robert Putnam describes this evolution, Nia, in terms of social capital. The older you get, the less likely you are to move, right? Okay. You're not going to move to go to college. You're not going to move to get a job or your first couple jobs, etc. Okay. Once, when you get older, you tend to have more permanent employment. Okay. You have more permanent relationships, including perhaps getting married. You start settling down. Okay. And then you start making commitments in investments, right? So, you know, you commit to another person, you commit to starting a family, you commit to buying a house, okay? You might want to buy a house in a good, safe neighborhood with good schools. And as you do that, as you make those commitments, the social capital within that community goes up because now you are interested in Okay, what's going on with your neighbors? What's going on with your, you know, your City neighbors? council with your, your school yeah. board, with yeah. your, right? Because okay.
1: you're buying in. You're buying, buying into in. that system so, okay. because it's it's become a bigger weight in your life. And
0: when you're 20
1: and you're like, wait, city council did something yesterday? Okay, well, whatever. I rent. I can just move.
0: Yes. And I'm only going to be here for another couple of years. Yeah, I don't have to care about this. About this. Right. Okay. You know, I live in an apartment, and I may not know anybody else in my apartment building, and it doesn't bother me in the least, okay, because as a young person, okay, I will more than likely rent a new place next year. Right. Or I'm I not may... not building community. Yeah. I may even be in another city, another part of the country. I may even be in another country. Right. Right? Okay? Right. So you have that. Okay. And as you have those commitments, okay, um, what we've seen historically is older people, as you put it, Nia, start believing in the system. So they are less likely to go ahead and want to vote for candidates who want to dramatically change the system. Right. Okay. Um, Because
1: it's benefiting them. It's benefiting the system me. benefits them okay. at that point.
0: Okay. So and, why and, would and, they
1: change it? So they and, tend to be more conservative about changing things too. They're like, eh. but things right now benefit me the way they are.
0: And things that you might have railed about when you were younger, institutions that perhaps you didn't think served you very well. Well, when you get a little bit older, you're like, well, that school system is serving me and my family well. Or that or, or
1: or alternatively you become so cynical that you're like there's no good school system, so I might as well stay in this one. Yeah, right? Either way, the effect is the same, the same. Same,
0: that's right, right? Which
1: is that you you tend to be conservative in your voting. And I don't mean by that that, that, that Democrats turn into Republicans. We're no. not that's not what we're saying. What we're saying is mm-hmm. that Democrats tend to go from if they were progressively wildly left left liberal left they tend to mellow down to moderate democrats and similarly with people on the right they also tend to moderate somewhat to a yeah to less extreme positions because they realize they're not going to win on the extreme positions right they become more pragmatic i think a lot of it is everybody becomes more pragmatic as they get older
0: yeah, and you're more willing to compromise because you know that you're not going to necessarily get everything that you want. Right. because okay. You
1: haven't so far. Yeah. Life experience so- has shown you. Yes. Especially if you've been in a committed relationship, especially if you've been in a family situation, your iron will just does not rule. Yeah. If if you're going to have anything like happiness. Yeah. So so yeah so there's that yeah. so that's sort of a political skew of it. Yeah, I mean in.
0: And that may have, excuse me, that may have some impact in regards to um, uh, what policies the uh, various political parties pursue, right? Right. So, you know, to give you a a recent example, Nia, um, uh, this summer when I was was, uh, teaching my public policy class, um, I had a student who wanted to do their policy paper on the Biden administration's Policy to negotiate uh, drug prices per Medicare. Okay. And the student was somewhat skeptical that, you know, this was a policy that they should, you know, support And, and didn't understand why the Biden administration would do this. And I said, okay, well, first of all, Medicare provides health insurance and health programs for the elderly. And I said, and that's a growing segment of the US population, right? And I said, and politicians also know this about the elderly. Historically, they tend to vote in higher percentages than do the younger subpopulations. Which that we're gonna
1: talk about in another in episode, another episode. why but, that happens, but, but nevertheless it left. does tend to be the case.
0: But nevertheless, this helps explain why the Biden administration was willing to use some of its scarce political capital to go to war, okay, with the pharmaceutical companies about using the sheer leverage of Medicare to go ahead and rein in, okay, the costs of prescription drugs because right. Medica- Medicare is a huge purchaser it, it of pres- Maybe the pres- largest. Yes. Okay. Of of prescription drugs. Right. right. I
1: mean as as a group, it's probably the largest.
0: Okay. So And they I can
1: negotiate. Th- There's power in 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 numbers. That that's why when you're if you're trying to put in a union at your at your place of business. business. Once you get to a certain point, even though the business is trying to union bust, it can't do it because There's there are so, so many, many
0: people. people. That's right.
1: So there there's power in numbers. In numbers. In that that's,
0: sense. that's right. There is leverage power in numbers, right? And it's important to a huge subpopulation that tends to vote a lot in the United States. Right? And
1: why do older people vote more? Part of it is access to the polls. Yes. They, they are, they tend to have better access to the polls for a variety of reasons. They're not working or their hours are flexible. They're in jobs that allow them to go vote or, right, there's all these other things. They tend to be more motivated and they tend to be um, more interested in part because they have forgive me the social capital i'm going to use your phrase the social capital to do that when you're young and you are hustling and you are trying to make things work and you are doing whatever your awareness of political issues <laughs> political science students aside cuz that's their job yes. but other than them i'm sure that if you're if you're a political science student and your roommate is in some other subject when you bring up some crazy thing that's happened in politics and they go huh Oh, yeah. right and you get frustrated because you're like why won't you why don't you know these things because for them it's not important yes those things start to become important as you have established other things in your life and again taking political science students out of it but once you're a person who's out in the workplace and you've got a spouse or a significant other you've got a home all those things are sort of established you're not hustling to get them anymore they're now you're just paying for them but but that now your, it opens your, up your the pri- access for you to start thinking about
0: your priorities change, right? I mean, and, I mean, I mean, let's face it, okay. When you are younger, okay, and you're in college, or even if you don't go to college, right, you're not thinking necessarily about taxes. You're not thinking about Social Security. You're not necessarily thinking about healthcare because you might go multiple years as a young person without needing any of that, with, without needing any of that, right? But when you get older. <laughs> And now you got a significant other and a couple kids, and the and, and the and
1: the city council wants to raise your property tax two cents on the on the dollar,
0: dollar Okay, and you are like, like whoa whoa whoa
1: whoa whoa. whoa. <laughs> and, 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 now you care.
0: Yeah, you know, and in in and when you are you know twenty two twenty three, the only time you think about public schools is the fact that you no longer have to go to them. Right, exactly. <laughs> you graduated. And you hope to put that experience in the rear view mirror, right? right? But when you get older and now you have kids, okay, and you want your kids to be taught by, like, you know, motivated, good teachers, okay, in buildings that aren't breaking down or classrooms that are not in trailers, right? You start thinking about that stuff, right? Exactly. You know, you have a house. And you wanna know that when you're done with your work day and you go home that your house hasn't been broken into.
1: Well and right? city right, other city services, you mm-hmm. wanna know that there's power, you wanna know that there's water when you turn on the tap. Right. You know, all of those, those, things, those things
0: and again, it's not it's not an indictment of young people. No. It's the fact that your priorities change.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and that's the way it's supposed, to, supposed be. to be. That's how the system is set up. But, but but the effect of it yeah, the, can yeah, be that young people don't see themselves in politics as much as older people do. do. And, and we're gonna get to that in another, in another
0: episode. episode. Okay, but but then if you start thinking about major public policies, whether at the federal government level, state government level there's a reason
1: really, they
0: skew old. Yeah, because <laughs> again, and, and because I, it, the
1: olds are making the decisions and the olds are voting for the decisions that's sort of right
0: <laughs> and, and and I joke with my students if you're a politician and you know you get the census data right you see the experts projections that social security is going to go bankrupt you know in 2030 or and 20...
1: half of your constituents are affected. Yes. What are the chances you're going to be like, oh, well, let's ignore that issue and or, go or, on to something else?
0: Or, or do you really want to go ahead and propose significant changes to Social Security? Okay, because <laughs> right. I, I, I joke- And I, irritate I, I,
1: the snot I out of the it. people who put you there in the first place.
0: You know, I joke with my students, okay? Do you really want to go ahead and deal with a bunch of pissed off in your language that you started this episode with? You are all, you're feeling old and what? Crabby. Crabby. If you're a politician, do you want to deal with a bunch old of crabby people? <laughs> people?
1: Right. Because no. you know what old crabby people do? They write letters and they make phone calls no. and they, and they send emails and they send texts and you can't get away from them.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: They're well, horrible.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So, I, I mean, I say that as one of them. We're horrible.
0: Yeah, we are horrible, right?
1: Because okay? <laughs> we will not let you go if there is something we don't like.
0: Okay, and while we may not raise our voices like we did when we are younger.
1: We will make you feel it in other ways.
0: Ways avenge,
1: um, Our revenge is quieter.
0: Yeah, and,
1: <laughs> used and, if to you're, be. <laughs> and if
0: you're talking about retired older people, now they got time on their hands, which and- means... Which and means they
1: are organized because yes. they have the AARP, which, by the way, as soon as you start in turning 40, they start saying, you know, you're only a few years from being a member of the AARP. Like, yes, yes. they get you early and they get you involved in.
0: And you got time on your hands, which means <laughs> that you can wake up every single day and crank out yet another letter, <laughs> another email, another text message. Okay, and they do it over and over and over again. And I've worked for politicians, okay. And after a while, they're just like, okay,
1: oh, it's w- another letter from that crank <laughs> well,
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and then
1: so. But if we don't answer him, we'll get five more. So we might as well answer.
0: Yeah. So yeah. there's the effect on elections, but that also means there's going to be a, a
1: carry on effect to policy.
0: To policy, right? So uh, um, Nia, uh, but, we we made reference uh, to the article uh, written by uh, Dana Goldstein, right? And um, she's and she's okay. got and she's got some information in here that should not be ignored, right? Oh, so
1: she she wrote. I mean, this this article is really solid. We would suggest you read it if you get a chance. Yeah,
0: and it, and it's not very long. But think about this, okay? <laughs> Social programs. Okay, once they are created, you know, they're they're often known as entitlements. It basically says if you meet certain kinds of criteria, you are entitled to the benefit. Now, comparatively, the United States has fewer social programs, okay, than for instance our Western European counterparts. But nevertheless, when you create an entitlement program, it's almost impossible to get rid of it. So things like social security, medicare, et cetera, you're going to see the numbers explode as the median age rises, which means larger percentages of the federal government's budget is going to have to be devoted to those programs, right? Right. That's a,
1: or alternatively finding other ways to fund those programs. But they, okay. they'll have to be they will have to be adjusted in some way.
0: Way, right? Okay, but it's not just the federal government. Nia, I was utterly fascinated by the states, okay, um, that uh, have the highest median age.
1: Oh, my right? gosh, are you going to talk about?
0: You're talking about Maine, New Hampshire, okay, are the two oldest. Maine's median age is nearly 45.
1: Yeah, I don't know how people who are who are 90 are handling the cold in Maine. <laughs> yeah, but
0: But they it... are. But this also helps explain why Maine has such a difficult time funding public schools.
1: Right, because okay. there aren't any. There aren't. There aren't as many children. Children. There are not as many. Um, there's.
0: There's not as much, if you will, mass demand.
1: That's it. That's okay. what, That's what I was trying to get at. Thank you.
0: So, there are certain communities, certain towns, certain counties in Maine that have no public high schools.
1: Right, because there's not enough kids.
0: So if you have a child who grows up to be a teenager in Maine, okay, then you have a difficult time finding a place to educate them.
1: Although you, Maine's building out its Zoom educational stuff.
0: Okay, but again, that requires... But that a,
1: takes time, and it and takes requires,
0: commitment. It, 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 it's a policy change. Right, right. right. It's a policy change. They're
1: having to adjust how they, how they do school.
0: Now, this did not shock me on the other end of the spectrum. The youngest is which state Nia? Utah. Utah. Right. And again, you can make jokes. Okay. About how many Mormons live in Utah, but because Mormons tend to have more children, Mormon families do. Okay. Um, They have a younger population, which also means, okay, they have more younger people in the workforce, which means they potentially have a more solid, consistent tax base going forward, okay, than many other states. That's the other downside of older states. When you have a whole bunch of older people who are now retired, They're not working, which means their income is not being what, Nia? Taxed. That's tight, okay? Okay. And income, the taxing of income is important at the federal level, but also at the state level. For the federal level, okay, it's important for Social Security tax, right? We need more young people working, right? Right,
1: because we've built a Ponzi scheme, but that's a whole separate episode.
0: Yeah, that's a whole separate episode, right? Right. But at the state level, so many state resources, okay, are driven by state, ta- state tax income. But also, if you don't have young people earning a lot of money, then they're not going to bars, restaurants, grocery stores, which means their transactions aren't being taxed, right? Right. So
1: and they're not traveling as much. We're not trying to be ugly, but old people travel less.
0: Yes, okay. they don't.
1: They don't get in the car and go for joy rides. I mean, I know you think they do on Sunday afternoons, and some states maybe they do, but for <laughs> the most part, older folks tend to travel less. For yes. the most folks, for the most part, older folks tend to spend their money on where they,
0: where they on live,
1: where they live, they live and yeah. on medical issues. Yeah because as they get older their their health yeah. just, you know deteriorates but can can I mention a statistics from the statistic from this article that i love
0: yeah go ahead
1: among the counties with populations over 100,000 according to Dana Goldstein the Washington Post the oldest was Sumter County Florida that's <laughs> not surprising Florida yeah. because that's where the villages is and if you haven't heard of the villages it's because you're young because once you turn, oh, I don't know, 45 or so, people start saying, You thinking about moving to the villages? Because the villages are where people go to be old. Yeah. Right? And, I mean... they, and everybody there drives a golf cart and it's physically beautiful. It's a it's a it's a planned community for old people. Yes. That's why it's called the villages. And the median age there is sixty-eight. <laughs> That is the median age. That is the fourth person in your nine-pile list that you yeah. talked about earlier, is 68.
0: <laughs> I read that. And I was just like, that doesn't surprise me. On the other hand... And the youngest, this, right. go was, with Tell the, us what the
1: youngest is.
0: Is Utah County, which is the home of the city of Provo, okay? Provo, Utah. The median age was 25.7, Nia. 26. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And do
1: we know what's in Provo, Utah? Uh,
0: I do believe uh, a university.
1: Brigham Young
0: University. university. <laughs> yeah. Where young
1: Mormons come back from their mission and they go to college and they immediately get married and they immediately start having babies.
0: Yes. Okay. Because that is part yes. of the,
1: that, that faith organization.
0: Um, and, 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 and
1: so, but Utah can't save us, Mormon families can't save us we're going to have to think in terms of policy going forward, at least somewhat with immigration. Yes. We're going to have to think about how we can be attractive to immigrant, to young immigrants who are willing to come here and have their babies. And, but that will bring out another population thing. That's going to freak out a whole bunch of people. And that is that if you do that, the diversity in the United States will change.
0: Oh, significantly.
1: By necessity, it will have to, right? And,
0: and we've all people
1: who are immigrating from other places
0: and we tend
1: if, to be immigrants of color. They well, don't, it, not all, but they but, tend to be.
0: But we've seen this in the past, Nia, with previous immigration waves, right? So, I mean, and I'm not talking about people of color necessarily, but you know, the immigration waves. I'll just I'll focus on one, the immigration wave of the late 1800s, okay, 1880s, 1890s, turn of the 20th century, were primarily from Central and Eastern Europe, right? And it really forced second and third generation Americans to come to grips with a changing demographic of the country. Right. We see this with immigration waves, right? Right. Um, and, and, and we had to told,
1: an Asian immigration wave yes, approximately 70 years after that. Yes. And it freaked people out so much that they made regulations against.
0: Yes. Okay. And, and, and that that was the next thing I was going to mention. Oh, I'm sorry. So, you know, but, you know, listeners, what Nia is getting at here is this country does not have a great reputation for opening its arms, okay, to, okay, um, new people, new, you know, immigrants, if you will, okay, um, and, you know, we need to be prepared for that, because the reality is, and we've already seen this in other countries, Nia, okay, you know, listeners, if it sounds like Nia and I are being alarmist, okay, because we're focusing on the United States, well, it's even worse in, in other democracies. Oh, Okay, you'd union.
1: think that it would be better in Italy because of the number of Catholics.
0: No. Nope.
1: But it's but it's not, even though the Catholic faith also encourages churches, large families. families.
0: But the um, median the median age in Europe, in the European Union, is forty four. Forty four, Nia. Okay. That's five years older than the United States. Right. And they have more generous social program benefits. By and large than does the United States,
1: which implies that the world is is moving towards a more diverse population with with its youth coming from
0: other countries from okay. countries
1: where the majority is countries of color,
0: yes, okay, and it's going to require some significant policy changes right and um, some
1: social changes changes
0: I mean there are going to be some tensions here. Um, and you know right now, a large part of the debate, okay in regards to immigration in the United States doesn't even take a look at, okay, those social changes, but also those, you know, economic policy changes if we are going to successfully integrate those people into the United States. Okay. Which we
1: need to do.
0: We need to do. Because, because we
1: need their youth and we need their young families and we need their, we we also, need their demographics. I mean, we, aside we, from the fact that we, we need their, need their to, intellectual
0: abilities their, and their, their labor and, 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 their, and their energy. Right. I mean, we, that, aside that, that, from
1: all the cool yes. things about them. Yes. We just straight up need their youth
0: yes <laughs> we need to start going around the
1: world and pirating people's young people and bringing them i'm not suggesting slavery I'm sorry no, I'm no 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 Pirate no, no. Them by paying them lots of money bring them here and say now please feel free to stay and have some children right and invest yes. in your community and the, so that means the communities are going to have to be welcoming the communities yeah. are going to have to be places where these young people want to stay and want to invest themselves and their children
0: yeah, I mean, so to, there's going to yeah. be
1: some, there's going to have to be some policy shift because of this census data. And you're right. I don't think this. I do not believe that other than this article in the post that I've seen anything else written about it.
0: No, no, there should be a commission at the federal government level. Right. Of how and, do we
1: recruit young people? <laughs>
0: okay. Um. Um. And, and and again, this is where, and this is not a liberal or conservative. You know, policy issue. This is okay, um, a public policy problem, okay, that needs attention, and it's not going to go away, right? The, the, and this, this
1: is a and this, this is a little D democracy question as well.
0: You know, this one census data point, okay, has huge ramifications, right? It really okay. does. Um, and we should have elected officials saying, okay, okay. let's cut let's cut out the, you know, uh, you know, uh, the polarization, the, you know, being, you know, a demagogue. Okay. Let's sit down and let's talk about how we're going to deal with this. Right. Right. You know, this is a quote unquote, good government, what you just described as a little D right. Okay. Um, b- because again, you know what if,
1: if it were up to me and I were the dictator of the United States, I would just make people have babies, <laughs> right? That's how we're going to solve it. You should get you guys should see. A- Augie almost did a spit take on his computer.
0: I, yeah, I was just
1: gonna, but like, there are countries <laughs> where that that I could see that being the enforced solution. I could see the enforced solution in China being, you don't have a job, you can't have a job until you have a baby first, right? Or something like that, where you make the incentives so hard to ignore. The same way they, they had the one child policy to reverse it and say, oh, you have to have two children. Or you can't work outside the home or whatever. So then it becomes an income thing and people will have a baby because they want the in- they want to be able to earn the income. I'm um, by the way, I'm not bringing that up in terms of the abortion debate. I'm not talking about no, that, I, I really know. that. I'm not talking about that kind of forced Uh, Yeah, child. But I am talking about, like, if I were dictator of the United States, I'd be like, all right, nobody gets a job until everybody starts having babies. Get to it, right? Like that, which, of course, would make me creepy and weird. But it also, if, but, but democracy, what we do, how we, how we do those things in democracy is we make it more attractive to do the thing than to not do the thing.
0: Yeah, that's how we, isn't that how
1: policy is pretty much?
0: I mean, you know, Nia, you and I have discussed, for instance, how there are various incentives in the U.S. tax code to encourage behavior that the government thinks is good. Right. Right. So, you know, if you think about, for instance, the earned child tax credit, the more kids you have, okay, you get tax credits, which means you can reduce your Your tax tax liability. Okay. You know, we want Americans to adopt unwanted children. So, there are, okay, financial incentives. incentives in the tax code. We want Americans to, at some point, want to own their own house. So, we offer the uh, mortgage in- interest deduction um, on one's taxes, right? right? So, there are various ways to where we could go ahead and do this. Now, they cost money, right? You know, if we're, if, if we're right, offering. They,
1: they cost money in the sense that it's not money the government is earning to use for other things.
0: things. On the other hand, if we make the United States an attractive place for young people to want to come to, okay, you know, and again, you know, settle down, okay, invest in, invest in, your, in community. your community, invest in another person so right. much so that you're willing to go ahead. Okay, and have children with them. Okay, right. Um, you know, now you're talking about you know, writ large. Okay, one, you 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 might slow the growth or the increase in the median age. Right, that would be a good thing. That'd be great. Right? Okay,
1: or if we could lower it, that would be it even better. Would be better.
0: Okay, but you also now have a whole bunch of young people paying in too. Uh, the government because of their income, because they are producing, um, you know, and again, we know this about immigrant populations, they have energy, they generally produce economic activity that is good for broadening a nation's economic base, right? Right.
1: Good for the individual, good for the locality, and good for the nation, for the nation. that's generally.
0: right, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, this Uh, idea that people come to the United States and hang around on welfare is just not true.
0: No, no. It's
1: it's just not true. And so we... I mean,
0: particularly because many of them come from nations that have... where the government controls even more the economy. I mean, many of them come to the United States because of economic freedom. Right. Right? They want to have choice. They want to go ahead and work hard... Okay, and build something for them and their families.
1: Exactly, and hold on to some of what they. Yeah,
0: instead of the government telling them when they're you know eight, nine, ten years old, okay, you have this aptitude and you must do this the rest of your life, right? Okay, I mean, come on, Mia. Or, yeah, or you know.
1: the bet one of the best things about the United States, and I know we're, Augie and I are often sort of like, Bleh, this is bad, right? This thing that that we do is not great, but. We also try to be honest and say when things are good. And I would say that one of the best things about the United States is that we don't, for the most part, have a caste system here. For yeah. the most part, we—if you I mean, come we... in and you work hard, you can change your. Now, can you go? Can you go from me to Warren Buffett? <laughs> no. Right? Like, I'm never going to be that yeah, way.
0: I'm just it, not
1: – I it, mean, there, there is, are some elite – there is some yeah, elitism kidding. in the United States versus – I mean, there is some class consideration. But there's also a lot of mobility in the United States. You can push your way up, and sadly, you can fall your way down, right? there, There are – that mobility, it, it, though, is a – When you come from a place where if you were born into a certain family, you will never achieve anything because that's just how that is. Yeah. But if you come to the United States, we're like, we don't care who your family is. Like that's not.
0: Yeah. And and in a lot of what we're talking about here in terms of, you know, changing public policy, okay, would make that make that mobility um, even uh, more likely to occur. Right. Okay. The more
1: the more young people we get in, the more likely that mobility yeah. is.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And the easier it is for everybody. Yeah. I mean, part of what the problem is now is the system is just the system doesn't have a lot of movement in it. Yes. Because of the age, Because yes. of the older age, but if we could lower that age or at least stop that trend, yes. Then we could create a, a different situation in terms of of mobility, just straight up raw mobility.
0: Yeah. So. But good discussion, Nia, um, and, yeah, again, and listeners- we
1: probably should stop reading the census. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, I'm going to tell you listeners that, um, so I saw this and I sent this to Aggie and I was like, should I panic? And uh did what he always does, which is you should never panic, Nia, because we just have to work through the problem because that's how he handles panicky students, right? They come to him and they go, I'm an independent box on the side (laughs) of the road. And he's like, no, you're not. Let's work through the problem. Um, and clearly what we think, part of, we think working through the problem is we need to encourage, we need to encourage legal immigration. Yeah. We can legally encourage people to do all the things. And Uh, um, and, and, this is not Augie and I saying, we should have wide open borders because neither one of us believes that we should just have wide open borders and i mean like we believe that the sovereignty of nations has to do with borders
0: yeah but nations can better prepare themselves okay to process those who want to come to that nation right, right? and to
1: encourage it, the, the, the the kind border. of of um Energy and excitement, and excitement that you're, looking, you're
0: looking for, for. And, and and that also means, for instance, um, that if you're going to be more opening to uh, open to immigration, legal immigration, then you're going to have to make some significant changes to, for instance, immigration courts. You're going to need more immigration judges. Um, you know, you're going to you, need
1: more border
0: uh, people. Um, Want to ask
1: for asylum no, and no
0: mean- yeah, okay, and you need that, but we know this. Right. You know, we've just
1: been putting it off
0: for quite a while. Okay. So then every new presidential administration, okay, comes off as reactionary when we know that folks want to come to the United States. And, you know, and I know some of our listeners might be like, well, why? Okay. Fine. Yeah. We can catalog all the problems. Heck, me and I can go ahead and do that fairly (laughs) easily. Right. Right. Okay. How long do you have? Yeah, right, okay, but nevertheless, okay, when you know you have social welfare programs that are predicated on a particular ratio of young people to old people, okay, and that ratio is becoming skewed, right? then you need to take some steps to address it.
1: And I will put to you, by the way, that at 40, which is what we're coming up on, median age, thirty-nine. Yeah. There are certain things you can't do anymore, physically. Yes. That you could do in your twenties. Yes. Okay. And that only is going to get worse as we allow the population to age, as as we As the right. Median, so if yeah. we wanna stop that median shift to things where we just simply physically can't do. Yes some of the, some of the things that that young people do, we're going to have to think about that. We need to be smart about this. And we're, and what presidents have done is kick this can down the road. And so have politicians, which is what we're going to talk about next time.
0: Yes, we are. Um, And that's a really nice uh, segue um, to our next episode. So listeners, um, I hope you uh, enjoyed this conversation and we're going to follow it up by taking a look at Um, the age of politicians and what what that actually means um, for the American democracy. So thanks, Nia. Thanks, Aki. You've been listening to Civil Discourse, brought to you by VCU Libraries.